0: episode of Guidance of Grace. I am actually sitting here with Danielle and Don both. Hello. Hey everybody. We are in the Zendend today. So this episode is brought to you by our presence in the Zendend. For those of you who haven't heard us talk about it, it is Don and I's office, <laughs> which is in the conditioning center, uh, Delaware Hall, room 083. We call it that because we have like a whole bunch of salt lamps. It's kind of this nice, relaxing mood lighting. Mm-hmm. And we are doing part two of exercise in pregnancy, and we're calling it burpees after the bump.
1: Oh, yeah. Have you actually done burpees yet? Mm-hmm. Have you? Yeah. I haven't done burpees yet.
2: I've done not a few. Yeah. How was it? <laughs> Not too bad. Yeah. <laughs>
1: too bad. Try to a little bit
2: further as off, long as so. you wait long enough. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah.
0: With the push up or without? Without. Okay.
2: <laughs> I just haven't gotten to that point yet.
0: Yeah. You work your way into it. Um, so, this actually is part two from our episode number five. Mm-hmm. That was a while yeah. ago. Yeah. And. The reason why it was a while ago is because since then Don and Danielle have both had their baby. Danielle was number two, baby number two, mm-hmm. and Danielle was number one, or Don was number one. <laughs> um, it's been a different experience during pregnancy and after, and one of the, our main reasons is of doing a part two is to share for them to share their experiences and our knowledge collectively about what exercise can be like and kind of what it should be like i think there's some uh some misunderstanding about incontinence and things like that
1: oh yeah peeing um, when, yeah. You oh, 12 12 when you run and when you exercise yeah. and things yeah.
0: like that that is not 100% no. normal and mm-hmm. if it's happening maybe you need to go see a pelvic floor a physical therapist yes yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: sometimes cuz i thought Unknown it was normal women.
0: and as i was talking to don more about it i was like
2: no. no,
1: that's not
2: that's common, not like, but not, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. Yeah. yeah common, it is common. I think sometimes Cause you, like so
1: many people are like, Oh, you're never going to be able to jump rope again. Like, yeah. no, I love jump roping. Yeah. Like, I will. You can yeah. jump again. Yeah. yeah,
0: And you're not going to be yourself. Right. Yeah, And one of the things, um, we were talking about earlier was just kind of how goals change and it can be on the level of um, like before you even are pregnant with the child, you're totally mm-hmm. working on something that's more focused for you. And then you become pregnant with child and then it's more about keeping the baby healthy. And then, of course, after it kind of changes into a you thing again. So mm-hmm. can you guys speak on to like how your goals have maybe changed what they were before and what you've been going through?
2: Before I got pregnant I was obviously pretty active. Um, during pregnancy I stayed very active as well. I felt like my motivation changed and it was actually easier for me to be accountable and work out because I knew it was directly benefiting the baby. Um, tons of research on how important it is um, to stay physically active and exercise during pregnancy and for me um, it. Was really easy to be motivated, and I'm not mm-hmm. talking about doing anything crazy or intense.
1: Right.
2: I mean, Don and I, we both walked a ton while we were to pregnant. On, Something that yeah. was just simple: getting outside, going for a walk, um, doing um, light lifting, light lifting, stretching,
1: yeah. lots of stretching. Yeah, mm-hmm. it ties back into yeah. listening to your body and all of that. But I mean, definitely before before I found out I was pregnant, um. I was doing a lot of, I was kind of dabbling into Olympic lifting, Mm -hmm. um, doing the clean and jerk and the snatch and things like that. Um, And then also just being as strong as I possibly could. I wasn't really focused a whole ton on running. I mean, I was training for, um, it was actually a 15K, so about nine miles or so. Um, But I mean, the day that I found out I was pregnant, I was deadlifting like 165 pounds earlier that day. Mm -hmm. And then that evening is when I, you know, found out I was pregnant and I was like, oh, probably shouldn't do that Mm -hmm. high intensity anymore you know so definitely knocked that back down and I think the the week before you know so it was more more fine you know more focused on being safe and not getting your heart rate up too high and things like Mm -hmm. that and you know keeping the baby healthy and whatnot so definitely changed because you know I wasn't able to run I think around 16 weeks is when I had to stop running which wasn't fun Mm -hmm. um so goals definitely changed before and then now my goal now is just to kind of get back to being the strongest healthiest version of my new self mm-hmm. yeah. so I don't know that I'll ever you know maybe here yeah it's it might hard not to and that's the thing I might not new, you know be able to lift those numbers again I mean hopefully someday I, I will mm-hmm. but right now that's not the goal the goal is just to kind of um you know recover fully from the delivery and do it so how way. long ago was that now 10 weeks? Uh, tomorrow will be eleven weeks. Yeah, yeah it should be eleven weeks tomorrow.
0: Yeah, so you're a little bit more recent, Danielle. You were back in September. September
2: yeah. So, yeah. Lois is yeah.
0: So five, almost six
2: months. Six months,
0: yeah. So definitely different points within the the postnatal mm-hmm. stages. And even a few
2: weeks or a month makes a huge difference. Oh yeah, in definitely. How you're recovering, I think. Don we were both kind of talking about that first six weeks of you really well like the don't first two or yeah the
1: first two or three weeks, I'm like, how am I ever gonna like walk normal like, again? like yeah. how am I ever gonna be like function normally again and then like finally even the body just kind of heals and the body's amazing. yeah, and I think that's one of the biggest things
2: I've learned too. yeah that mm-hmm. you can recover from that and put mm-hmm. your body
0: in your and mindset does, you know yeah. trying to stay positive with that. Don you were mentioning, earlier like how you were able to get walks in because oh yeah you had your baby in December so it was cold outside right. you and don't want to expose her did. to that yeah. yeah
1: her little lungs um I actually would go I would meet my sister at the grocery store to get my grocery shopping done which I'm normally like a click list user like I like to just go and pick up my groceries right um but I would actually make myself go and I would walk around the store and then do my grocery shopping and that was my walk because the weather was just I mean I think I think I've only had her out had had my daughter out for maybe three walks outside on yeah. purpose because of the, the weather, the yeah. winter that we've had has just been,
0: it's been very up and down too. Yeah. So it's
1: like, yeah, that's tough.
0: But yeah, you both kind of, you had totally different experiences after. And I guess one of the things to also consider is kind of what we were talking about last week was just listening to your body too. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you feel like something's wrong, bringing it to your doctor so what have your experience has been like with like referrals and talking to your doctor and you feel like you have the support or what was that like
1: well i had i mean my doctor knows that i'm pretty active you know and she would always ask during the pregnancy how you know my workouts were going and things like that she was always really interested in that and um, she actually referred me i didn't even have to ask for a referral for a pelvic floor physical therapist Um, I had to wait my six weeks, you know, until I saw her, which was actually closer to seven weeks just because of when we had to schedule the appointment. But, um, so she was, she cleared me and then I went and saw the pelvic floor physical therapist. And I'm so glad I did because if she would, she just said, you're healed, you know, properly, you're good to go. You can continue, you know, or resume your normal activity. But the pelvic floor physical therapist was like, well, hold on a minute. You know, I saw her the very next day. And she was like, you know, there's some things that we want to do first. So, um, because a lot of pelvic floor issues can arise from, uh, you know, anywhere from incontinence to pelvic organ, organ prolapse, which is not something that I ever want to deal with. It sounds terrible. Yeah.
0: Um, for those of you who don't know what that is, it's kind of just not having support in your uterus yeah. or any of the girl parts inside. Yeah. And the incontinence is peeing when you jump rope or run. Right. So and it can sneeze. be. Yeah. Sneeze. The thing Off. with
1: incontinence, it can be urinary and it can be fecal also. So, yeah Oh so man, you gotta, didn't know that don't, don't want that. yeah something I mean. new every day. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. So yeah. I didn't realize that either until she was telling me about it too, and I'm like, yeah, no, don't, don't want that. Like, definitely got to fix all yeah. those muscles first. Mm-hmm. So, and that's something that if I would have just gone for a run, you know, I might not be engaging those pelvic floor muscles correctly, and I could have that issue of the urinary incontinence or something like that. So. It's definitely mm-hmm. that was my uh, my experience. So how many experience. weeks are
0: you into working with your therapist?
1: Um, I've seen. I've gone to four appointments with her. Okay. So, um, and then I won't see her again for I think three more weeks is when I go back. Oh, okay. So she's There's given some me space. some exercises and stuff like that that I can do. Mm-hmm. Um, I've gone on a couple runs. I've lifted here and there. You know, so. things are going good. Things seem to be going. Yeah, just in the, the right direction. Your... Yeah, right. slowly, and I think that was the key. Yes. Yeah. Very slowly. I didn't yeah. really do anything in it until they were
0: mm-hmm. good with me. Doing Which stuff. knowing you, I think it would be kind of tough. You're an antsy, like go getter. Mm-hmm. I want
1: to, in a way, do I enjoyed my that six and... weeks of not doing anything. Yeah. I mean, a couple walks here and there, yeah. but there were a few times, especially when the weather was nicer, where I'd be like, I want to go run. You yeah. know. I wish you could. Yeah, yeah. So what? What's going mm-hmm. on with you? <laughs> I have a totally different experience,
2: <laughs> yeah. I feel like, than Dawn's, but. Um, it, it It's so crazy. I feel like you go to your six-week postpartum checkup, and then for a lot of women, your doctor kind of checks, sees how you're healing, you're cleared, you're good to go, and you're kind of in this gray area, like, resume, you know, well, yeah, what do all my do? activity. Yeah, and, you know, for me, I wasn't able to get back to a lot of those things. I had a lot of um, abdominal separation. I had an umbilical hernia before I was pregnant, and mm-hmm. it's just obviously gotten worse with pregnancy and um because of that caused a lot of um abdominal separation the diastasis recti um and kind of had to advocate for that because my doctor pretty much was like that's very unlikely that you would have that you know after a first or second baby you're young you're active and and I did um so thankfully I'll be getting that taken care of surgically, but it's mm-hmm. it's very hard recovering from that. Or for women that don't know, mm-hmm. I definitely have a different perspective now because your core, obviously we know, affects everything you do. And so much. If you don't realize you have that abdominal separation, you're trying to get back to right. um, your activity beforehand. It's, it can be very difficult.
0: I think you've handled it really well because you've stayed pretty active. You do the things that you think are okay. And going back to last week's episode was listening to your body yeah. and being an advocate for your own health. Because like you said, you kind of had to push for um, referrals and, and kind mm-hmm. of support from your doctor in that way, because a lot of doctors don't really want to yeah. like worry about something that might not be a problem. Cause I think a lot, they get a lot of people who probably mm-hmm. are like, oh, my gosh, I have, I like, all I these things it. wrong. Yeah. So they probably hear that a ton, which I can't blame yes. somebody for kind of shaking something off. Exactly. Unless you start making a bigger deal about it, like, mm-hmm. like no, I really think I have a problem. Yeah. yeah. So I think, you know, if you really do think you have a problem and you're consistently going to your doctor and they're not really doing anything, there's nothing wrong with going to try to get a second opinion. Right. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And at that point, I definitely would suggest that. But luckily, you didn't have to do that. Yeah, no, she was she, great once yeah, I kind
2: of, kind
0: you of you pushed it a little bit. Yeah. So don't be afraid well, to do that.
2: Well, did your
1: doctor know that you had the hernia problem? Oh, yeah. Okay. Because okay. I was
2: worried about it when I first got pregnant. Right. I was just i was like, like, I'm sure this going to rip
1: open? Yeah, because when you would go to your doctor's appointments, you <laughs> know, they <laughs> measure you.
2: I think software. she just didn't realize oh. how bad it oh, okay. had gotten gotcha. after mm-hmm. delivery, which, yeah, makes sense. They're pretty much just checking your stitches and saying whether you're good to go or not. Right.
0: So that seems like it's kind of been a motivational factor for you, though, some of your experience as you're doing a certification.
2: Yeah. um, So I'm currently doing a certification. um, It's through Fit for Birth. Um, It's a pre- and postnatal corrective exercise specialist. So being able to work with clients while they're pregnant um, and then also afterwards in the postpartum period um, Mm -hmm. definitely really got me interested in that, just my own experience. Um, working with clients here as well, I feel yeah. like this yeah, past we've year we've had a lot of a lot of moms, like,
1: um, pregnant or pregnant, yeah. new mothers, mo- new yeah. And so or that's been really not only cool. That, but I mean, moms that yeah. just never did the work to rebuild their core. Exactly, they might not have realized mm-hmm. yeah. they had that separation.
2: They can't, separation. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Or then,
0: yeah, And that's cool because I think that certification will give you some knowledge about other people's. Um, experiences after I, and kind I of work because so. like you guys are two opposite ends <clears throat> of the spectrum mm-hmm. yeah. so
2: <clears throat>
0: when we encounter people who are pregnant their pregnancy might be completely different from exactly. you yeah, know something that we've heard of so
2: it's all gaining that knowledge
0: so Dana's going to be your go-to gal for right. sure <laughs> I hope surely will <laughs> here shortly a things, yeah I definitely think it'll be it'll be really interesting to hear what your perspective is after yeah going yeah. through the course I think I it'll think can, be cool so, long term, I know, of course, you guys have those goals of, like, mm-hmm. maybe getting close to where you were at before, yeah. um, but what does exercise look like for you, kind of, in the long term? Like, what's your mm-hmm. mindset, kind of, that goal setting thing?
1: I think I definitely want to get back to, you know, <clears throat> lifting and running the day, you know, the number of days a week that I was. Um, right now, my kind of, like, short term, I, I consider it a short term goal, even though it's not until May, but is to run the cougar challenge, the 5k, but I'll also probably have Adelie in the stroller, the jogging stroller. So, but that's kind of my, that's kind of been my little goal in the back of my mind is like to build up, to run the majority of that. Mm -hmm. So, um, so there's that as far as lifting wise, I don't really just to get in, you know, two to three lifting sessions a week where, Mm -hmm. you know, just to be strong enough to carry her growing. Yeah. Mm -hmm growing body around she's already almost double her birth weight so that's, that's awesome. awesome I know my arms are tired <laughs> right and so they're totally gonna <laughs> get just do a whole bunch of curls yeah. and
0: shoulder press and
1: press, press <laughs> her
0: yeah <laughs> just over my head. <laughs> use her for exercise yeah. <clears throat> what
2: like, about you yeah I think it's cool that you kind of touched on getting back to running because that's uh so much a part of kind of your identity too it's a form of not only exercise but also like self-care yeah you genuinely enjoy it it makes Mm -hmm. you feel like you um so important yeah when i
1: ran outside the other week for the first time like without her without the jogging stroller and i was on a trail i smiled for probably the first mile and then Uh, i was running i was just like this is awesome you know yeah so
2: for me going out for a run would definitely not be a smile because that emotion (laughs) yeah (laughs) Just getting back to um, just things that you genuinely enjoy that make you feel like you again because it definitely really is hard in that postpartum period and not focusing so much on getting back to where you were before because it's a different phase of life. Um, You're going to have different goals and that's okay and I know a lot of it will be a lot more um, rebuilding type goals, I guess, for me um, after my surgery because I'm not going to be able to pretty much lift anything over 10 pounds. Yeah. For four to six weeks, so I know I'm really gonna have to practice a lot of patience and just yeah. um, rebuilding from there, getting back some strength and yeah. yeah, yeah. That's all really great stuff.
0: It's it's interesting to hear you guys' perspective, and I think it's important to just bring awareness to all of those things. Mm-hmm. I think I learned so much just. <laughs> within this conversation and just over the past several months from you guys, because your experiences have been different Mm -hmm. and not just personally, like what you're going through, but also, you know, the resources that you've had. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it's just, it's really cool. And hopefully you guys listening uh, feel the same way and, um, if you have any other follow-up questions about anything that we've talked about, please let us know. We can always do a part three. Oh yeah. <laughs> Exercise and pregnancy, I feel like can be like a we day We can talk about this all day. I mean, well,
1: they say like, I mean, you're postpartum forever, so. Yeah. You know, true. Very you true. you want to have a baby, you're always going to have,
0: you know. You're always a mama. Always yes. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, thanks so much for listening, guys. Um, we've got lots of cool things coming up in the future. Um, so definitely stay tuned in each week. Thank you so much for listening. Follow us on social media. We'll definitely post updates there, more about these topics and more to come. Thank you so much. I'm Grace. I'm Danielle. And I'm Dawn. And we'll see y'all next week. Yay!